Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM is brought to you by the organizational team, Cole, Tess, and Theron. A very special thank you to all of our participants, without whom this event wouldn't be possible. And now, on to the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to yet another creator conversation. Uh, This one is going to be a little bit different because I am joined today by the rest of the IPM team for this year. Hi, everyone. Hello. Hey. Uh, Start us off. Hi, my name is Cole Burkhart. My pronouns are he and him. Um, I'm joined today by uh, Tess and Theron. Uh, Theron, why don't you uh, tell folks a little bit about yourself? Okay, I am Theron. I'm one of the co-creators of The Land of Chell, which is a podcasting and other creative stuff uh, organization, I guess, that I run with my <laughs> wife. Uh, our main show right now is called Legends of Chell, and it's a D&D 5e actual play set in our homebrew world. Hell yeah. Uh, Tess, why don't you tell us about yourself? Sure. Hey, I'm Tess. I use she, her pronouns. Uh, I am the creator of RPG Casts, which is an RPG podcast directory, um, and I have a on hiatus podcast. I am here, <laughs> and uh, this little thing called IPM. <laughs> oh I yeah, little started <laughs> <laughs> fluctuating um, in size. Yeah, you know. Yeah, varies from year. How did you How did you start IPM? What was that idea? Um, so it originally started with RPG podcasters. So Mm -hmm. there's been a group of us who've, um, basically like this little community of folks, uh, that grew and, um, I had kind of pitched it in this, uh, private server, RPG server. And we had talked about doing like, almost like a showcase of various RPG podcasters from different shows, uh, doing one shots together and releasing it and um everybody really liked the idea and so i was like cool uh i'll organize it that's cool i it was my idea so i'm happy to do that and then it kind of ballooned from there because um the more i talked to people uh the word got around and um as it got around sort of some folks in the audio drama community also seemed interested mm-hmm. so the first year was very heavily rpg focused with um a few other things and it's just kind of expanded over the years but that's kind of where it started was sort of a showcase of all these different rpg podcasters um get, coming together for some one shots and and now here we are <laughs> and now here we are uh fourth year Fourth year, I think, yeah. Fourth year. Yeah. Fourth year. Yeah. So, which is pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, all of the different um, ways and directions it has gone. It's been a lot of fun, so. I feel like we're starting to get the hang of it, too. Yeah, <laughs> starting yeah. to. <laughs> Every Listen, single this... year, I feel slightly more in control. <laughs> Though, to be fair, this past year was a little hell. Uh, yes. So, uh, past two IPMs actually, uh, uh, the second uh, IPM Jesus, under right. uh, two pandemic IPMs. Oh, no. Very yeah, yeah. Fifty uh, percent of IPM has been during. The oh, I hate that. Oh, I hate Me that. Me too. Uh, so so. This I just brings me to my next question um, of 
what have y'all learned over the course of of IPM that that has made it easier or that that has made it just um well rather that has made it easier for you guys to keep doing this or things you did pass on to other folks who are interested in running larger events like this oh I'll go first by saying a million percent having Colin Theron. Like, there's no <laughs> way that this could happen without you guys. Like, uh, a- any event needs a team. And, um, yeah, I have the best team. So, Aww. That's yeah, sweet. that's that's the number one thing I've learned is I cannot do it by myself. I need you folks. I think the, the thing that I have sort of taken away from my various IPM experiences is to try, if you want to make an event like this, it's good to make it grow organically. I feel like in Mm -hmm. the second year, we made a huge push and we had the huge team and that was really fun, but it was also a lot of work and a lot of stress in a way that the past two years have not been. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and IPM has still been amazing like that. Like, so <laughs> pushing it too hard isn't necessarily the best way to do mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. The second year was our biggest year and it felt so much more stressful. Like, I think we had yes. 60 episodes. So like two episodes a day, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm sure you'll all agree with me. Like, it, <laughs> while the bigger team was awesome, it was also like a way bigger project and it felt mm-hmm. like too much mm-hmm. even for the team that we had. Yeah, it was like we needed, we either needed a couple extra like hands or we needed less stuff to do. And neither really felt like a, like a, a good, I say good option, but it didn't really feel like we weren't paying people. We didn't, we didn't really get a whole lot of like money from IPM or from what we made from it. And so like, we didn't want to ask people to do this stuff for free. And also, we had already started, so saying, hey, we're not going to be doing this stuff, didn't, like, after we'd already said we were going to, didn't feel like a great option. Um, so I'm, I'm, as weird as it sounds to say, I'm glad we were able to, like, make things a little bit smaller for the next couple of years, especially with how life went. It's smaller yeah. is a little bit better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that the the experience of the second year was like invaluable to how we've moved forward because of mm-hmm. all of the consulting that Faye did and all of the different perspectives that we got that yes. year. But it has been so much simpler <laughs> since then. <laughs> yeah. And we got a lot of awesome like sort of backbone pieces to IPM out of yeah. that. Like, like you said, Faye with... Um, with your consulting, uh, you know, was awesome. We've got a guide on transcripts and how to be accessible and all these fantastic pieces um, that came out of that year. But it was a tough year because we, I think we bit off more than we could chew. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like we had a, we had a crowdfunding, we like had all these big giveaways and the first mm-hmm. year we had giveaways too, um, which were all out of pocket for me, which is something that I had wanted to do for the second year and mm-hmm. not have it be out of pocket. And we were <laughs> able to do that to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually felt like like last year and, and this year, um, as much as I'd love to do giveaways for people, it, it feels better just giving content and really having like a solid, a solid event. Yeah that doesn't rely on 
crowdfunding that doesn't rely on us having to promote it excessively or, um, or like entice people to participate. People participate because they think it's a cool thing. I hope. Yeah. And not, <laughs> not because they think they're going to like get a thing out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And as much as like, I would love to be able to pay the two of you. Um, I, I would not run take it. Crowdfunder. Fully would not take it if you tried. <laughs> but if I could run a crowdfunding or if somebody just like gave me a bunch of money or if I won the lottery or something, it'd Someone be like. give you $75,000. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like the number one thing I would do is pay the two of you. Um, because th- that to me is so much more valuable having like this good team sort of running the event than mm-hmm. trying to entice people with you know giveaways or mm-hmm. um or kind of creeping into the like corporate style event where we yeah. have sponsors and mm-hmm. ad space and like it feels yucky yeah because like we want i i want y'all to get paid i want y'all to make money but also ipm was kind of like a creator indie thing that it started and there's such a thin line crossing over between like making money and becoming like quote-unquote corporate shellouts sellouts Mm -hmm. um and like it's so it's such a thin line that it's kind of just easier not to um Mm -hmm. it's a concept that i've talked a lot with a bunch of like a lot of other creators in that assigning a monetary price to a hobby makes it not like a passion project anymore um because like if you start yeah Mm -hmm. if you like start charging people for you know or paying people for like labor or or um and of course again get paid make money but also (laughs) eventually once you start running this like a business it kind of sucks the fun out of it um and that yeah. that may just be for me, but uh, th- that's how I've kind of felt about this. I totally agree. Um, like my experiences uh, writing and producing interference mm-hmm. in our first season, it was just me and Hazel. And basically every week we would do a podcast episode. Mm-hmm. And then in our second season, we hired a bunch of people to voice act. And that was amazing. It really mm-hmm. made our show a lot better, but mm-hmm. it also made it a thousand times more stressful. And it didn't really feel like a hobby anymore at that point. Yeah. But like it felt like something we had to do. <laughs> There's a really, there's a joke I always, I, I say joke, but there's a joke I always like to say about the podcasting community is that we're all passing the same $20 back and forth to mm-hmm. each other. And it's because A, we don't like taking money for things and B, we don't make enough money to give people other stuff. Right. So as soon as we make something, it gets passed back to someone else because it, there's like a, not a fear, but a, there's that kind of mindset that if, if someone makes too much, they stop being an indie creator because it becomes like a a job um, yeah and then even what is too much right yeah there's exactly so many different layers to that like right yeah because there's like okay what's a what's a big podcaster well <laughs> like and who has clout right mm-hmm. like I mean, my husband likes to joke. He'll be like, oh, like, you've got this, like, podcasting empire. Like, you've got Mm -hmm. all these people and all these people know you and you run IPM. And I'm like, it's not that many people. (laughs) Yeah, no. Legitimately, I went to go visit family this past past August. And they were like, oh, so you're like, because I had to record a thing 
in a, in studio for a thing that I can't talk about uh, because <laughs> podcasting. Um, mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, so you're like a big name podcaster. And I'm like, yes, but also audio drama is not that big. <laughs> so, so like, d- there's a weird staling issue. Not issue, yeah. but a weird staling frame of mind for podcasting. In that, like, yeah. podcasting itself is big, but when it comes down to, like, audio dramas and audio fiction, it's a relatively small and close-knit community. Mm-hmm. Um, very queer, very, um, well, very queer. We're, we're getting <laughs> a little bit better in the, the non-white portion of this, but it's a very queer, very loving, and um, welcoming community when it wants to be. But also, it's just a very small one, and people come and go, and sometimes mm-hmm. people become bigger names um, as well, and that kind of brings up the, are they indie, are they not, what even the fuck is indie, and and a whole bunch of other conversations that kind of get a little too n- nuanced for how most of us hang out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and, like, the RPG podcast community is similar in mm-hmm. that it's small, but also it's not that small, and there's all these weird overlaps with, like, yeah. Twitch. And, like, and... streaming and Yeah, exactly, podcasting. and, like, stream shows that are super popular mm-hmm. and release their episodes as podcasts but are not a podcast-focused AP. Right. Like, there's all these different layers in that community, too, mm-hmm. um, which is in some ways a huge community as like I know from RPG podcast, like mm-hmm. from RPG casts um, and the, the sheer number of like re- requests to be added to the directory mm-hmm. that I get <laughs> on a regular basis. And, and those that are already on, on the directory, like mm-hmm. it, it's huge and they don't all know each other, but there's like pocket communities within yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And the pocket communities, at least, that I surround myself with are, you know, more the um, the folks that are marginalized, the folks that are truly more more indie. It's not a bunch of, like, white bros mm-hmm. who just want to play D&D and kill things. <laughs> who just want to talk to each other in a never-ending echo chamber. Yeah, like, so, I mean... I think I think that's the other thing to note is like the podcast community that you are a part of is um, is a pocket community within a larger community within a larger community like and it's kind of like this mm-hmm. it's an ocean right yeah mm-hmm. and it's like this is my little reef over here and even though there's twenty million other reefs like this is mine <laughs> yeah and sometimes fish will swim between back and forth between reefs and sometimes they'll stay where they're at and it's a whole ocean full of opportunities (laughs) yeah yeah hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) um okay so uh cole um, tell us about yourself because we talked about us (laughs) (laughs) talking about myself uh i i am mainly on the audio drama side of things um, I was, I did actually originally get my start within the tabletop uh, RPG community, but have gradually shifted over to audio fiction. Um, I uh, am a voice actor, audio producer. Um, I 
finished my show last year, which was a sci-fi uh, audio drama called Null and Void. And right now I'm in the middle of doing my next much bigger project, uh, Ritual Six, uh, which is a fantasy horror thriller, um, which has been really interesting to do during a pandemic. Because, <laughs> um, like, Null and Void was done... Um, in a relatively, I say, short amount of time, as as short as recording and producing a podcast can be, um, but with with recording, like when a pandemic is going on, I've been had I've had to force myself to be a lot less like strict about things, um, mm-hmm. or a lot, lot lot less serious about things. And I know I'm recording a a thriller, a horror thriller where I get murdered every episode, but also I have to be <laughs> just a little bit more like relaxed in order to do this stuff. And I can't like. I have to be a bit more, um, like, open about deadlines and a bit more, like, I say malleable, but a a bit more, like, relaxed and easy about getting things scheduled and getting things out. Um, So what I'm doing this year is I'm not going to release a goddamn thing until the entire thing has been produced. Um, Mm -hmm. Y'all are going to get episode one for our crowdfunding campaign. You'll maybe get episode two if we reach if we reach a certain uh, goal, and then you're not going to get three through ten until we're fucking done because there's too much pressure to produce, and I want to make sure that everything is as perfect as it can be while also not st- stressing out our creators, um, or or my my cast and crew. Um, uh, and I know that was a lot, very long ramble for, hey, tell us about the shit you're doing. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, um, it's, this is our episode. I'm going to talk about whatever the fuck I want to. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, um, but yeah, besides that, um, I do uh, some tabletop streams. Um, uh, the Burned Bunch with uh, Off the Table. I'm going to be doing Fear and Living Color as well. I also, I, I do sound design for a fuck ton of shows and i'm not gonna list those out because we don't have the time um it was recently brought to my attention that i have worked on or voiced in some capacity over 200 shows uh within the six years i've been doing this uh that's a lot yeah um uh so you know um um life has been busy (laughs) (laughs) And I, I, I wouldn't give it up for the world. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's pretty wild. It's wild when you think about all the things that we have done in like, so over the mm-hmm. last four years of mm-hmm. like, IPM and podcasting and like for you, you know, six years. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a bit wild. Yeah. Like, it- uh, like. Like, RPG casts turned five. <laughs> and, um, like, at the beginning of 2021, um, which is wild because mm-hmm. I started that project, started my podcast, um, and started IPM in the course of while I was pregnant to giving birth to having an infant mm-hmm. and throwing the first IPM while I had a three-month-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I fully didn't imagine that, like, this is where I, I would be 
f- five years ago. Um, do y'all yeah, it's have wild, any, right? Yeah. Do y'all have any like goals for where you want to be in the next four or five years? I know, big question. <laughs> Gosh, Theron, I mean, take it away. Yeah, well, with with podcasting, I mean, honestly, I'm pretty happy where I am. I don't have big goals moving forward. I would love mm-hmm. to write and produce another audio drama, but mm-hmm. pretty much like you were saying, Cole, I, I, I need to be more chill about it than I was with Interference. Mm-hmm. Like, it will be written before we start thinking about anything else and mm-hmm. it will be fully produced before we release it so i don't even know if that's a five-year goal really mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tess, what about you yeah i don't know it's hard like i i love ipm and i love rpg casts and I, like they're not gonna go anywhere like yeah. mm-hmm. and i'm i'm happy with where they're at like i don't it's not like I have this goal for IPM to become, like we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. some big money maker that turns into like, you know, beyond what, you know, that, that year two was. Like, I'm really happy with where things are at with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the last 15 months, 18 months, pretty much for <sighs> everybody have been a trash fire. Uh-huh. Um so, I mean, that has certainly impacted um, my ability to move forward on a lot of things. You know, like I mm-hmm. had put... I am here on hiatus um, and then was really excited to come back to it and started recording episodes in January of last year and recorded Mm. like six or seven or eight episodes, I think, with folks. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the pandemic hit and suddenly I was working full time with a toddler at home. You you had like Um, three full time jobs on top of podcasting. Yeah, exactly. Like essentially stay at home momming which was never something that I intended to do working my Mm full-time job um covering some vacancies and some leaves within our team uh in my in real like in my day-to-day life Mm -hmm. work um and so so essentially it ended up unintentionally being thrown on hiatus again and Mm -hmm. you know last September I had released you know one of the episodes being like okay like I'm gonna get editing these I'm gonna get in touch with the people who I recorded with Mm -hmm. and we're gonna actually launch season three um and then everything just felt like too much you know Mm -hmm. like just the the world and life and you know, um, real life responsibilities and stuff all just felt like too much. Um, and I hope that I can go back to it. Um, you know, I, I have intentions on reaching out to all the people I recorded with and basically being like, Hey, like, you know, I can release what we did or I can send it to you to listen to, or we can relaunch or whatever, Mm -hmm. because I, I have a lot of love for what I was doing with it. Mm Um, and I'd like to get back to it, but life is complicated and messy Mm -hmm. so it's hard to predict Mm -hmm. um but the two things that won't go away because i'm happy with where they're at and they're they'll they'll continue our you know ipm and rpg casts um so in in that sense five-year goals (laughs) stuff to say like i'd like to get back time here is is the biggest i think goal i don't really have any intention of of doing anything else in terms of like producing or, or mm. writing or anything. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a small role on an audio drama um, 
that uh, we'll see a coming soon trailer for in in IPM, or we will have already listened to since this will episode will be at the end of the month. Um, and I'm not in the trailer, uh, but so I have a little bit of a bit role, but um, you know, that's cause it's a project that's being made by a friend of mine. And, and like, that's the sort of stuff that I enjoy doing is a, a friend needs a voice and I'll happily jump on, but I've, I've never had any intentions of being a voice actor or, mm. Uh, or producing some giant mm-hmm. show or anything like, um, yeah. So, so I think that's a, lo- a long way of saying that I'll, <laughs> I hope to get back to I am here at some point. Yeah. Um, but sort of like the two of you have said already is like just being kinder to yourself about deadlines and expectations mm-hmm. and not feeling like not feeling like a crushing failure when you didn't meet a deadline that nobody else knew about to begin with. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like if anything at all good came out of this whole pandemic experience is, especially in like our little creative community, there's sort of a feeling that like, if you're creating something, when you get to it, it'll be cool. Like we're not, yeah. we're not waiting on you. You, you can yeah. take your time. Yeah. Get to it when yeah. you get to it. We're all just excited mm-hmm. for Kate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been cool seeing that and seeing creators like rally around each other mm-hmm. about like, hey, you don't need to apologize for things being late or you don't need to apologize for not putting something out. Like, like we we get it. <laughs> we we all been here with going through more, more or less the same thing. Some mm-hmm. to a bit more extent, but like take care of yourself it's gonna be what's most important and if you aren't aren't stressed your show's gonna be better it's gonna be better for it yeah yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. all right um i think that's about all we have for today um, one question I do like to ask folks uh, before we wrap up is, do you have any projects you're excited about or any causes you'd like to shout out for folks to go take a look at or go check into? <laughs> okay, well, so the first thing that um, the first thing that I'll shout out is the two of you, um, because you've been part of the team for a while and even before the team, like we're friends and none of us, I don't think. Theron, you and Cole have met in person. No. Right? No. So, like, none of us have met in person, mm-hmm. but we're all sort of friends that came together from different parts of North America. And, like, we've all never met in person. And, like, I really value our, our friendship and, like, you know, the, the team that we have here. And so... You know, the two of you are awesome. And, uh, you know, I look forward to as many years as you want to be on the team as as we can. Um, in terms of causes, um, I will always shout out, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement and all of the um, various uh, um ways that you can support that and Mm -hmm. we've got the links on our on our team page yes um as well as the trans lifeline um that's an important one Mm -hmm. as well um to all of us i think is fair to say Mm -hmm. uh so those would probably be the 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 two big ones Mm -hmm. um i i also want to make a point to um shout out the land back movement um because that's really important to me um i'm in canada and i i'm sure that 
I'm sure that this is not unique. Well, I know that it's not unique to Canada, but, you know, we uh, hear about all sorts of um, bodies of Indigenous children being uh, discovered. And the reality is, is that it's, it's not a discovery. People have known that they were there for a very long time and have known about the genocide of the Indigenous peoples of North America. And so I'll, I'll, I'll get all the links. I can write the show notes for this episode, but, um, but yeah, like those are, those are important movements. I think that we need to be aware of and support, um, whether you can support financially or, or just boost because, uh, these are, I think three really important causes, um, that, uh, people should know about and be aware of. (laughs) So... I don't know how to wrap that up, but that's, that, <laughs> those are the causes. Um, yeah, and then I'll also just add that um, I, I am also on uh, Treaty 6 territory in uh, Canada. Uh, and the land is stolen land, as is all land mm. in North America. So, mm-hmm. um, I want to take a moment to shout out a couple... Um, organizations uh within texas that could currently use some help um there's of course the aclu uh there is also the center for reproductive rights and planned parenthood of greater texas um which which helps to operate and um provide uh reproductive and sexual health care for uh anyone of any gender uh it also uh currently has i believe 10 or 11 abortion providing clinics within texas um uh and is is super helpful to providing health care both abortion related and not to men women and people who know better throughout the texas uh, <laughs> uh throughout texas um i also would like to shout out the trevor project um which is a, a suicide hotline for lbgtqia plus youth um, they also have a bunch of like resources and guides and support for folks who are looking to get help. Uh, they're they're very good. P- please go support them. Uh, I only have um, one like go to uh, charity that I like generally like to ask people to support, and it is a local to me uh, Indigenous Empowerment Network run by the Tomaquac Museum uh, in the southern part of my state. Um, I'm going to send the link, but they basically like to bring uh, awareness to the fact and give money to the 40% of Native people in Rhode Island who are living in poverty. Hell yeah. Yeah. All right. Tess, where can folks find you on the internet? Uh, On Twitter, I am at RPG underscore casts. Um, Also RPGcasts.com or at (laughs) podmonth. Um, or internationalpodcastamonth.com. Um, those are the places where you can find me. All right. Uh, Theron, where can folks find you? Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at Explosive Runes. Um, and pretty much that is my hub. But you'll also find a uh, card link. I think it's just theron.card.co that has stuff for all of my projects and uh, how you can hire me to make transcripts for your uh, podcast episodes if that is something you need. 
Hell yeah. Uh, and it is it is something you should need. You should always have <laughs> transcripts. Uh, um, and my name is Kolb. You can find my website, which lists almost everything I do, at kolburkhart.card.co. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Kane If you find me on other social medias, no, you didn't. Uh, all right. Thank you all so much for this was a great conversation. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is composed by Benny James. Our graphic art and logo are by Matthias Grelly. You can support International Podcast Month by sharing and talking about the event, and you can even buy our team members a coffee. Links are in the show notes. Follow us at PodMonth on Twitter and use the hashtag PodMonth2020. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and for more information about the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.